All right, what's up, you savages? So this is Fat Kid for Life, episode 13. 13. I feel like I should probably be on episode, like, 30. But, fell off the bandwagon there. <clears throat> anyway, hope everybody's having a great week. I know mine's going good. Uh, basically just getting uh, spanked in ping pong at work. And then doing a lot of work at work. But, uh, big news coming, big news coming. Um, but, we'll talk about that later. Anyways, got some awesome news for coffee. Uh, okay, well, let me, let me finish my introduction here, okay? Uh, okay, that was the introduction. I don't have anything else to say in the intro besides, you know, hoping everybody has a good week. But... Uh, oh, I guess I could explain, uh, which really doesn't matter. I'm not doing this on video, but I'm recording in the dark, kind of. Thanks to a crazy Russian hacker from YouTube, I did learn this little uh, this little fancy trick where you use your iPhone flashlight and you put a water bottle over it, and you have a lantern. So I'm actually in a pretty well-lit room right now, thanks to that. Now, crazy Russian, ha crazy Russian hacker is not affiliated with the podcast at all. Just wanted to throw that shout out out there. So, without further ado, let's get into this. Five, four, three, two. Good evening. My name is Colby. I am the original fat kid for life. FKFL. Going over all things uh, savage here for all of my savage listeners. All, mm, I'd say, three to five of them on a good week. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so first things first, coffee. I'm back on the coffee train, and man, is it good. Uh, I tried a couple of things. If you follow me on Instagram, at official fat kid for life, uh, you'll see some of those things. Uh, I got a batch of my favorite coffee so far, at least, and that is Illy. I believe it's Italian. It's still an uh, Arabica, I think is what it's called, bean, but it's an Italian coffee, and I don't know what sets it apart. I need to do research on their coffee, you know, on their farms and things, and I'll get more details on that for you, but I don't know what it is, but the quality is just amazing. Okay, so it's... It's the espresso roast. Uh, it's ground finely because it's actually, uh, I believe, an espresso roast, possibly for an espresso machine. It doesn't clarify. Uh, but I use it in a French press. And if you've used a French press, you know that anything that's ground more than a coarse ground uh, will come through your strainer. And so that's what happens. But this coffee quality is so amazing that it, it's still good. Uh, granted, that last drink kind of feels like you're getting some dirt, uh, and that's just because of how finely ground the coffee is. Uh, it's basically ground to a certain extent, almost dust, because when you make espresso, it has to be packed tightly, and so the drip goes through it slower, and that's what pulls the oils out of it and makes it stronger, because it's a slower uh, drip. gets through it slower because you condense those grounds so tight into that that pocket on the little handle thing basically that's what happens 
And so I think that's why uh, that comes through the strainers because it's ground that finely for that type of machine. But it doesn't matter to me. It's amazing. I love it. I really do. That's as far as quality and a good smooth but still bold roast. The Ilya Espresso blend is the way to go. I can't believe I've never mentioned it before. Uh, I've drank it for a while. Uh, only get it on certain occasions because it's a very small batch for about 13 or $14. This was Valentine's Day. I got it. And so uh, it's a small batch, 13 or 14 bucks, but you won't regret it. I'm actually conservative with drinking it just because I know that once it's gone, it's gone for a little while. Uh, but it, it's amazing. Uh, I do want to try it actually made in an espresso maker. That seems like it would be even better. I've only had it. Well, what am I saying? I have had it in an espresso maker, and it does make it better. It basically makes it stronger. Uh, I don't know if it's an espresso bean or an espresso roast, though. That I'm unsure of. I just know it says espresso on front. So it may actually be an espresso ro uh, espresso bean. I'll have to research that. I'll get back to y'all. Anyway, so uh, my week's going great. Uh, as far as the coffee aspect, I'm back on it. Uh, I'm, I, the only thing I've really tried is the Illy coffee. Uh, this upcoming week, I'm hoping to get the ingredients for the bullet coffee. That was uh, su suggested and requested by one of my friends. So I'm going to look up a few recipes for bullet coffee and see you know, how they defer, which one's better. And... Uh, I'm slowly but surely trying to get back on the health train as far as eating is concerned. As far as fitness is concerned, working out, I haven't done anything. Uh, but I'm jumping ahead of myself here. I'll save that for the actual fitness segment here. But uh, as far as coffee is concerned, there is one other thing I tried that I actually, uh, surprisingly, I liked. It's a small batch uh, Monster Espresso. So it's an actual coffee drink. It's not like they're... Uh, energy drink and well it's a coffee drink but it's infused with more like taurine ginseng and like vitamin b to have more energy than what a normal espresso drink would have so it's pretty good it's a i want to say eight ounce no probably 10 10 ounce can and it has 160 milligrams of caffeine so that's pretty good if you know anything about caffeine uh, probably one of the highest energy drinks is the rockstar I think they have one that has 240 in it, uh, but for an 8-ounce drink, that's pretty awesome, because if you drink two, you know, you're getting 320 milligrams of caffeine, which is insane, but it was really good, actually. It was an espresso with cream, so I was really surprised that I liked it. I just wanted to try it because it was an energy drink, um, not good in the calorie department for uh, by any means, but it was, uh, it was, it was good. I mean, again, I prefer black coffee black espresso i don't put any cream in anything i drink ever this just happened to be one of those things i wanted to try it was either that or vanilla so it was either an espresso with straight cream or a vanilla one and definitely go with the straight cream over vanilla for me um, so that was really all i did for coffee uh this week i'm i've been trying to get to researching the bullet coffees because that's something i really want to try uh, it sounds good. It, it's a little scary for me. My thing is, I think I have a little bit of an ego about coffee. I know, like, I'm being transparent here. Because, like, 
I think I hold myself at this higher regard with coffee because I'm like, no, I won't put any cream in it. I drink coffee how it's intended to be drank, black. But with the bullet coffees, you know, you're adding like uh, MCT oil, butter, and I believe heavy cream, and it's blended. And supposedly it's amazing. And I'm afraid I'm going to like it. I really am. Because if I start liking that and I start drinking that, that's a little scary. But uh, not too worried about it. Um, I'll always like black coffee. One other thing I've come to the realization of is that I'm going to have to drink my coffee. Either drink my coffee faster so I'm done with it or cut my coffee and take down. Because it's affected my water drinking. And though I love coffee, I do aspire to drink a gallon of water a day. I used to, believe it or not, drink two gallons a day. At least two gallons. And then if I had some kind of like, like if I was doing jujitsu or I went to play basketball or volleyball uh, with my church's youth group, anything active, I would be over two gallons. So uh, that's a little depressing because like for today, I'm looking at the gallon right now that I'm using as a lantern. And it's the one that I should have empty by now uh, because it's 11 o'clock. But it, I'm a little, I've drank a little more than half a gallon. So that's a little eh, depressing, but, you know, I got to get back on it somehow. I've been, I don't know, my motivation hasn't been there. But, again, that's something we'll talk about in the live session. Uh, I'm going to try the Bullet Coffee I don't know if I'll fit it in this next podcast because I'm going to record another podcast on Friday that should be out by, well, Friday or Saturday that should be out by Monday. I'm recording this one. It should be out by Friday. So I know some of these are coming back to back and they're supposed to be on a weekly basis, but uh, I'm just making sure I at least get one out for once a week. So this one's a little late and that's just because it's been so crazy, but I should have my own place soon. And so that will, uh, that'll even out where I'm going to be able to record uh, without having to worry about uh, what room it's in or if anybody's up and I'm disturbing anyone, anything like that. So we won't have to worry about that for much longer. But uh, moving forward here, uh, bullet coffee, I actually need to look up some recipes. Uh, So I've pulled, I'm pulled, well, I'm pulling up some recipes now and I figured it'd probably be a good idea just to go over them. you know, while I'm on this podcast, and then I will probably do an Instagram post on it, see which one I should try, see if I can get any input. I don't have a huge following, uh, so that is a big thing. And uh, I need to get uh, more followers because that's what gets you sponsors. You have to have a following that's enough that. Uh, You have to have enough sponsors that uh, the, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> enough followers are enough of a following that the company that's going to sponsor you feels like you're going to make an impact on their product being sold, basically, as how I've read it. And also, you have to have quite a few subscribers on your podcast, especially if you're getting a, sp- a podcast sponsor, because it's like for every thousand downloads, you get like, Five bucks, I think. So to make real good money, you got to get like at least in in my mind, I guess like half a mil before you're making any good money. 
again, though, let me clarify. I don't do this for the money. I don't. If I was doing this for the money, then I'd have already quit because, you know, it may be, <laughs> it may be four years before I get a, uh, a sponsor, a single sponsor. But this was more of a documentation of, you know, I talk about what I'm doing, what I aspire to do. And then, you know, I, even if nobody listens to it, I'll be able to go back and listen and be like, wow. I've actually grown or, wow, I'm not where I thought I would be. But anyway, so I'm looking at some of these Bulletproof Copy uh, basic recipes here. And so you want a strong coffee or a double shot of espresso is what this says. Uh, and then you want to add a teaspoon of MCT oil. That is key. Okay, so you want to add one teaspoon, and I'm not even reading this from this. This is from personal experience, y'all. Okay. A teaspoon all right and you want to work up to a maximum of two tablespoons okay that's gonna be over multiple days probably I would even say a week I would start like the first two days you do two a teaspoon I'm sorry uh, you do a teaspoon and then move it up to like two teaspoons and then move it to maybe a tablespoon up in around like four days and then about on the sixth day you can do start doing seven I mean seven start doing two tablespoons do not do seven okay I'm just gonna go ahead and be transparent here with you again so if anybody's listening and they don't like bubble gut stories close your ears skip forward I don't know how many minutes uh, basically what I did was I read it wrong I thought it said uh, like seven tablespoons or something like that and so that's what I started taking immediately when I was doing keto now, if you want to fast track your uh, loss of junk in your system, by all means do it. Just make sure you have two or three days off of work. I was not off of the toilet for at least two days. It was like, I, I mean, I was dying. Like I lost, I don't know how many pounds in those days because of taking too much coconut oil or MCT oil uh, at, at such a uh, fast pace. Uh, I think it ended up being like a third a cup, something like that, maybe a fourth. Yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible to say the least. But uh, so you want a teaspoon of MCT oil in this to start and then a tablespoon of unsalted grass-fed butter, uh, working up to two tablespoons depending on your taste for the coffee. And then you blend all this in a blender for about 20 seconds. A hand blender will work fine. Uh, that's completely up to you. If you have a regular blender and you want to use that, that's fine too. It doesn't really matter as long as it blends it well. Uh, it's good for fasting, intermittent fasting. Uh, the keto diet, it's amazing for because it's an amazing way to get your fats in. If anybody out there has done keto, you know that the hardest part is following your macros, getting that high amount of fat in, that moderate protein, and then little to no carbs. It is killer. So... Uh, another diet it helps with is the uh, LCHF, which is low carb, high fat. Basically, it's a, uh, well, I can't say it's a keto diet. It's not a keto diet because it doesn't get you into ketosis. It's basically keeping your carbs low enough to where you're burning fat, but uh, high enough that you're not going into ketosis and high enough to where you get to enjoy some foods and not have to worry about your insulin spiking as much um, as it would on keto. Because on keto, and I've said this time and time again, if you do keto and you uh, 
and you uh, you use a cheat day or whatever, and your body's keto adapted, that's gonna throw you like for a loop. It's gonna it's gonna spike your insulin. I don't care what anyone says. Once your body's keto adapted, it will be easier to get back into ketosis, but it's still gonna give you that sharp insulin spike initially if you were to eat like pizza or maybe you wanted some ice cream or something like that, something that's you know a real cheat food. If it was like some sweet potato fries, I'm sure you're fine. But I'm talking about like real cheat food. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, I like the low-carb, high-fat diet. I'm thinking about doing that. Uh, as I've stated before, oh, you know, we'll talk about that in the food section, okay? Let me, keep, let me keep going here. So you should get a creamy, frothy, foamy cof- coffee. And basically it should be kind of like a latte. Uh, this next one's like a, it says a bulletproof co- coffee almond cappuccino, which does not sound good to me at all. Uh, so basically you need a double shot of espresso, the same ingredients for the MCT oil and the grass-fed butter, but you add a fourth cup of unsweetened almond milk and you blend those together. Uh, so that seems, uh, I mean, it seems good. It, it seems like maybe it would be a good cheat because, uh, it doesn't even have that one fourth cup of almond milk doesn't even have one carb in it. And if that's what you want in your morning cup of coffee to stimulate you and, and make you feel like you've gotten uh for those of you that drink uh nasty coffee uh then you know that if you need that then do it you know if you can't drink your coffee like supposed to be drink whatever but okay next one's with cinnamon so it's again it's the same thing but it's making you add like erythritol or xylitol which are both plant-based sweeteners erythritol actually did a little bit of research on is very good for you uh, it's an antioxidant. I believe it's good for your teeth as well. Uh, so that's not such a bad thing. I just don't like uh, adding anything in my coffee. The first one sounds fine because it just sounds like you're really like, kind of like oiling your coffee up. I, I'm guessing the butter may make it say, taste a little creamy, but uh, it doesn't seem like it would have too much of an effect on the actual coffee. So that's the one I'm least worried about. And basically all these are, uh, if you want to go through any bullet coffees, you, it's with vanilla, with cacao butter, uh, green tea latte, uh, bullet no coffee, bulletproof no coffee vanilla latte, which is looks disgusting to be honest. It's two cups of hot water, one to two tablespoons of grass-fed unsalted butter, a tablespoon of MCT oil, and a teaspoon of vanilla powder. So it's not even coffee, and that basically does nothing for you but get some fat in. So, just keep that. Yeah, all of these look different. They're just, I mean, look the same. They're just uh, using uh, one different ingredient to make it, whether it's mocha by using chocolate. Uh, well, in this case, they use, uh, yeah, chocolate powder. Uh, raw chocolate powder, which is disgusting. Have you ever had Baker's chocolate? That's what it is. <laughs> that's, that's actually a funny story. So, uh, I remember a while back, long time ago actually my brother we would sneak downstairs you know to get snacks when it was past the bedtime and we couldn't really see because you never wanted to turn the lights on you didn't want to do anything you did the bare minimum like if you wanted to be able to see you would turn a light on like in the fridge you'd open the fridge and hope that's enough light to see well it wasn't and i mean this isn't a hilarious story but it was pretty funny for me at the time but he pulls out this big bar drop and he's excited because he likes candy and he was like, oh, look, chocolate. 
And so he was awesome with it, and I didn't even really pay attention. Then he takes a bite and was like, man, this tastes awful. It happened to be uh, Baker's chocolate. So that's kind of what uh, chocolate powder tastes like because it's unsweetened is what they're calling for in this. But uh, one cool thing I do see here that seems like it would be a, uh, for those of you that do like a, a, a cream in your coffee, is a coconut whipped cream. Which makes sense because coconut still got some sweet sweetness to it. Uh, and it gives you that uh, that almost like you're having a creamer in your coffee. So, you're smart. So probably, the, to be honest now, actually, now that I think about it, the only one I'm going to try is the original. Okay, I'm not big on all these others. I guess I could try like one or two and try to give you an unbiased opinion, but I am not big on all the, on these other coffees. I do like this web, this website though. Has some pretty cool stuff on it. Uh, if you want to take a look at it, where I'm getting these uh, bulletproof coffee recipes, you can go to livehealthy.com. Uh, they're not a sponsor, not associated with my podcast at all. But it's live, L-I-V-E, healthy, H-E-L-F-I dot com. It's kind of rude because they're kind of uh, making a wordplay with a speech impediment. Not very nice of them. I'm just kidding. I think I thought it was pretty funny. So basically it's livehealthy.com. So it's a blog. They do a, they, you know, they have bulletproof stuff on here. Warrior Coffee, Camara Coffee. Oh goodness, I'm looking, I'm, now I'm. Busting into other things here. Ah, it's in euros. But it doesn't really matter. So, anyways, uh, so that's the coffee segment there. Uh, of course, like I said, any questions, uh, you can always direct to my Instagram, DM me. If there's anything you want me to try, I'll try anything coffee, to be honest. There's nothing coffee that you that I would turn away from, unless it's just like some sugary, nasty mess that I just have no interest in drinking. Um, I was going to say one more thing. Oh yeah, you can always DM me. Uh, don't forget to, you know, subscribe, review my podcast. I'm trying to get those reviews up and those subscribers up. Uh, it means a lot to me for everyone that does do that. Uh, currently I only have my friends that have done it and listen to my podcast. So a little discouraging, but again, not the reason I'm really here. Well, I guess it is. I'm not here for sponsors. I am here to you know, have people listen to what I'm about, what I'm doing, what this movement's about. But we'll move ahead. You know, I'm not going to get on a soapbox. I think I did that the last two podcasts. And the other one was like an incoherent, like, soapbox babbling. Uh, but moving on to food here, uh, I am trying to get back on the health train. Uh, I slipped today. Well, today was the first day, so I failed, basically. Okay, Failed. Because right now, what position I'm in is I eat whatever's cooked for dinner by my aunt. Because as I've discussed on previous podcasts, I'm living with my aunt right now till I can get an apartment or a home. Well, the, the idea was a home, but now we're looking at an apartment to give us a little more time to think about a house. And think about what we want and, you know, meet that goal in a more sufficient manner. So that's, that's the only thing with that. So uh, I eat whatever's cooked, basically. And tonight that was pulled pork, uh, either tacos or a sandwich. And, you know, I don't have any excuses because I could have just ate the pork, pulled pork by itself, like with the salad or something. That would have been perfectly all right. I didn't. I chose to make some corn tortillas, uh, which still isn't an unhealthy option, but it's not what I'm looking to do. 
uh, if I'm completely and totally honest, I truly want to do keto, uh, the keto diet, but I don't have the <laughs> self-belief that I have the discipline to do it. Because in my eyes, keto is a lifestyle change. It is not a short-term thing. Now, I do believe in doing the cycling, like keto cycling, where you do like three weeks keto and then you incorporate small carbs for a week and then jump back on it again. So what I've tr decided to do is probably do more like a primal uh, low-carb, high-fat diet where my, my carbs are still restricted by a lot. I'm thinking probably 75 grams of carbs a day to 100 max. Uh, well, that's probably a little much. 50 to 75 a day max uh, to make sure I'm restricting my carb intake. And we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, there's always an option. Like, I've made excuses before on previous podcasts about my daughter being on a quiz trip and everything, but there's always an option that you can do for keto. It may not be what you want to do, but but it's a sacrifice. That's that's what ketosis is. That's what keto is. That's what any diet is. It's a sacrifice. Uh, I'm also trying to couple it with intermittent fasting. So I usually try to not eat. I try to have my eating done by like 10 at night, and I don't eat until like 12 or 1 o'clock the next day. So at least 12 to uh, 14 hours without eating. Well, I say 10 o'clock. I actually try to be done eating by at the latest 9 o'clock. Mm. Let me think. Because today I ate later. Well, I guess today I was done eating by 7, but then I decided I wanted ice cream. And I've already explained that I fell off. So, And I'm also a big person of that advocate where like... I'm advocate. I don't even know why I said that word. But I'm a big... Uh, if I fail on one meal, then I'm like, oh, the whole day's gone. I might as well just eat what I want. And that's a little bit just being lazy when I could jump right back on that same day. But uh, I got to get back on it. I, I went to the doctor. Everything's good. Um, but, you know, he definitely noticed my weight and said that uh, I, I would need to get back in shape, you know, if I want to stay healthy. Um so I need to get back in shape. You know, that's the bottom line is I need to do that because, you know, I need to, I, I want to feel good again. I want to, you know, be able to run and not get tired, you know, so fast and all of that. I really want to get back into jujitsu. It's killing me. We're about to eat at a place close to where I did jujitsu. Shout out to Pressa. Uh, press of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Premier Striking. Um, again, not a sponsor, but just want to give them a shout out because I, I love it. I do. Uh, I think I say it every time I'm on this uh, mic is that I can't wait to get back into it. Uh, I still follow them on social media and everything, and I'm just seeing people improve and go compete, and I'm just like, oh, I should be there right now. And Unfortunately, I can't be. I know uh, a lot of people don't understand that because if you're a diehard in jiu-jitsu, uh, you have the mindset of always making a way. But one thing about jiu-jitsu is it didn't come into my life until after family. So I can't really be like, hey, this comes first now. 
you know, it would be different if I were to like have found jujitsu, been doing it for years, and had been committed to this, you know, before I got married and before I had a kid, because then I could be like, you know, this is a priority. This is something I've strived to improve at and, and make a part of my life. And it has been a part of my life for X amount of years or whatever. But I can't, I can't say that. So, uh, you know, and, and plus family comes first anyways for me. I'm a big family person. Family always comes first. I'll drop whatever I have to for my family. Do what I have to do, no matter what it is for my family. So, uh, that's my little soapbox on there about that. But I have been, you know, I get, I get active. You know, I play volleyball on Sundays, which people don't think is a very active sport sometimes, or at least I didn't when I first started playing. But it is. Um, also, ping pong. If you get good at it, it'll make you sweat. I'm not saying it's intense. It's not higher interval training or anything, but it is intense. So, uh, I guess I've kind of meshed food and fitness together here. But as far as food, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get back on it as far as, uh, I, I do really want to do keto. I can't, there, there's, no, there's always this part of me ever since I did it that wants to do it because I know how amazing I felt. The only thing is you have to watch your levels so closely with food. So like, for instance, one meal, one day of meals would have been like a steak, uh, and then a lettuce wrap with turkey, avocado, and cheese in it. Uh, well, like three lettuce wraps to make sure I'm hitting my, um, make sure I'm hitting my numbers. And then also, you know, the the MCT oil. I would drink two tablespoons of that a day. And then I was also doing this little green vitamin because when you're doing any type of low carb diet, uh, you have to restrict even your veggie intake. Now, you can get a lot of colorful vegetables in uh, because they only have, like, like for spinach, it's, like, one carb or two carbs for, like, three cups of spinach. And so that you don't really have to worry about. But I'm trying to get back on it. Uh, like I said, I really do want to do the keto thing. I just got to find it in myself to know that I have that discipline because I've had it before, you know. Uh, discipline is something you can lose, though. You know, if you don't stick to something, you don't continue to do something, then you'll lose it. There's, there's no other way around it. You'll, you'll lose that, that discipline, that desire, that work ethic. It'll, it'll slip from you. Uh, it's kind of like the use it or lose it rule. You know, just like with sleeping in. If you've been waking up at four o'clock every morning for five years, but you start deciding more and more, you know, I, I can sleep in today. Oh, I can sleep in today. I've, you know, I've been getting up for the long. I can, I can sleep in slowly. It gets easier and easier, you know, and then before you know it, you're looking at a, um, <laughs> a version of you that you never wanted to see. So, uh, that's definitely a big deal for me is I want to get back into eating healthy but I also want to work out. I got to get back to the calisthenics. But my biggest thing is getting up in the morning has become impossible for me. And I say impossible loosely. I mean, it's obviously not actually impossible, but I don't have the drive to get up in the morning. You know, I get up at the last possible minute to be able to get ready and get out the door for work. So, and that's not a good thing, you know, that's no initiative there there's it's laziness and 
it bothers me every morning I get up, but it doesn't bother me enough to actually get up. So I don't know. I just got to keep working on it. There's nothing I can do. I mean, I can't wallow in it. I have to just continue to try and try and try. So I've also been trying to make time for things that are important. So not only my family, but, you know, like uh, playing guitar is a big deal to me. I've always loved guitar. I've always played guitar. But I haven't been practicing like I should because I don't get up in the morning because I don't make time to do these things that I need to do. So I've been working on that as well, uh, trying to practice guitar more because uh, I want to get better. You know, I was getting very good at it previously, or at least I'd like to think I was improving at least. Uh, but it looks like I'm setting myself back. You know, it's funny because at the end of the day, when you're laying in bed right before you go to sleep, you know, you know, you know what you've accomplished, you know where you're at, and there's no one to lie to, there's no one to hide from, there's nothing there, it's just you and the ceiling, and where do you go? There's, there's nothing you can do. You're there, and, and you have to be real with yourself. You know, because all day, if I'm around friends and family, I can be like, oh yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, everything's going great. You know, I'm working on this website. You know, I'm working towards getting a camera so I can start photography. But at the end of the day, you know where you are. You know, you, you have to be real with yourself. So that's a a big deal for me is that I'm very real with myself. I'm very critical of myself. And that can be a negative thing sometimes. You know, you can be too critical of yourself. But I don't think I am. I'm just saying for other people. Uh, but that does bring up another point here. Um, well, no, it's not another point. I'm just stressing the same point of fitness. And that's, for me, it's just, I gotta get back to the grind, you know? The part of me misses it. But obviously, I know that inside, I don't miss it enough because I would be doing something about it. There is part of me that misses that vigor I had that, you know, I joke around about being a savage, but... You know, part of me misses that actual savagery that I used to have. You know, I used to process wood in the summer. I wouldn't even have to go to the gym because I'd be processing wood for like six hours a day. You know, which isn't long. You know, if you think about it, six hours will go by pretty fast. But when you're splitting logs for that straight six hours, uh, maybe stop for like a 15, 20 minute lunch. But you're splitting logs for, you know, six hours straight. And then you're hauling those logs back and forth. Uh, you know, you, that that's that will build some muscle. And I actually probably attribute that to, and just my desire to always do strength training, to uh, why I'm still at the strength level that I feel like I am. I don't feel like I'm really strong, but from how other people react when I lift stuff and stuff like that, they, they act like I am, but I don't feel like I am. I feel like more like they just can't lift that so they think it's a lot but it doesn't feel like a lot to me I feel like I should lift a lot more but it is what it is uh, but I kind of jumped off of food I didn't really talk about food at all tonight uh, I've been eating these delicious things they're laughing cow cheeses I spread them into a romaine lettuce leaf and then I put uh, pastrami seasoned turkey in those lettuce leaves, and it is amazing, y'all. My downfall, chips. Okay, when I have any type of sandwichy type of food, like a lettuce wrap or a sandwich with bread or just a uh, a wrap in general, I love to have something crunchy with it. 
So I'm trying to think that maybe if I like did some salt and vinegar cucumbers or something and put them in there, that that would be really good because that would be that crunch and it would have that little like zing to it. I don't know. I can, you're just trying to think of everything because I love chips. I love to have that crunch in my food. Probably my favorite texture is the crunch. Um, but those are really good. And it's keto friendly if you're doing keto. Low carb friendly. Uh, primal. No, it's not primal friendly because it has the dairy in it. If you were to lose the cheese and just do like veggies and your turkey pastrami, it would be primal friendly. Uh, but that's what I ate today with my intentions of being, of doing good. And then I did have some amazing pulled pork tacos. And I'm not going to lie, they were so good. So good. And what I do is I buy the little corn tortillas. They're called like Guerrilla or Guerrilla or something like that. Guarillo or something like that. Probably, it's not going to be Guerrillo because that's not how Spanish works. The L's make ya. So it would be Guarillo like that. Yeah, Guarillo like that. Um, <laughs> I, That's how you say it. I don't know what it means, but that's what the tortillas are called. They're in a clear package that has red and green on the logo. And what I do is I put a little olive oil in a pan or butter or whatever fat you want to put in the pan. And then I put the tortilla in there and let it kind of, I guess, fry, but not really. I don't let it get hard. And then I put salt on it. It's amazing. So there's your Chef Colby tip of the day. Um, I really enjoyed it, though. It was really good. Um, but I shouldn't have eaten it. I should have just eaten the pork with, like, a salad. That's my fault, though. Again, I have to get back up and keep going. You know, you can't just follow in it. You mess up, you get back up, you keep moving. It's like that and everything. So, as far as fitness, again, I got to get back on the calisthenics and the kettlebells. I know I've jumped around here between food and fitness. But for me, bottom line is they kind of go hand in hand. They always say abs are built in the kitchen, but I don't care about abs. I care about protein and, and strength training. I've stressed that before too. Uh, if any of you have listened to any of the previous episodes, I've never focused on uh, aesthetic. It's always been strength training for me. And I think that's what I also attribute to a, a lot of my strength too, is because of the fact that I did not focus any on a, the look of myself. I just focused on muscle density and eating meats, fruit, and vegetables. Sorry, I needed a drink. Uh, talking tends to make your throat dry if you do it for long periods of time. So, but uh, I guess coupling, like I said, coupling food and fitness together because I believe they go together. You know, I believe your body will do and can adapt to so much, but it can do even greater things when you fuel it the way it, it is meant to be fueled. And I think this is goes for anybody. Uh, and I believe that's meat, fruit, and vegetables. Bottom line, the food of the earth. Meat, fruit, and vegetables. And again, that's what I thought about going back on. So basically, the main thing I want to cut out is any type of refined food. Breads, sugars, anything, anything, anything processed. And that's what I did before. So... Um, I gotta do some thinking, some serious, uh, 
decision making on what I'm going to do because I want to do something and I want to stick to it. So I got to figure out what that's going to be. And my three options are the primal, which is the no nothing refined, nothing processed, basically. You know, I can have dairy, I can have anything like that. Just no sugar and no bread is the main things or anything that would break down to sugar and bread. So even like white potatoes, I wouldn't eat. But uh, number two is low carb, high fat. And then number three, of course, is keto. Uh, no matter which one I do it with, I am going to incorporate intermittent fasting. Um, but as far as uh, my dieting goes, you know, if I do the, I don't know, uh, that more flexible diet, then I will, I know I can stick to that better. You know, because I'll eat healthy 90% of the time. And then, like, on one day, you know, I'll be able to eat whatever I want. And it won't be hard to bounce back as if I were on keto. So, you know, on keto, it's just impossible to have a good cheat meal without feeling horrible. And that's from experience. That's not just me talking based on reading. That's that's from experience. So, uh, food definitely matters with your fitness. Uh and, and another thing is, like, things like fried chicken, southern comfort food that I I love, I don't want to give up. I have no desire to give those up. So, I guess I've just made my decision. And I'm going to do the flexible diet where I do, you know, well, basically low-carb, high-fat. But, uh, well, no, it's not low-carb because it's basically just meat, fruits, and the vegetables. That is the diet I did before I knew anything about anything. And it was just based on logic to be honest I was just like you know I work out a lot what am I going to eat and I was like well good rule of thumb is probably just meats fruits and vegetables eat those things and you really can't go wrong because they're just natural things you know of course I wasn't doing like organic and stuff because I'm no big bang Hank so uh but I have, uh, you know, been making strides towards getting in that right direction. So, I'm headed that way. I'm headed that way. I guess we can move on to life now. You know, I've spoken about food and fitness, giving y'all my little recipe. That's the only thing I've really come up with to eat. Uh, other than steak. I love steak. Especially when I was doing the keto. That's like all I'd eat was some steak. A little bit of butter on it. Some salt. And a small flight of green beans. Man. That was some good stuff. Oh, and a, and a, a house salad with no egg. That's my, that's my go-to at Texas Roadhouse. Medium rare. Uh, 12 or 14 ounce uh, ribeye. With a house salad, no egg. With ranch. And a small, their little small side of green beans. If you know anything about uh, Roadhouse, you know that their green beans are phenomenal. There is nothing like them. Nothing. So, if you've never been, find one, go to it, and eat their green beans. If that's all you eat, just go ahead and try it. The hardest thing about Texas Roadhouse is they have such good food, but the rolls on the table, man. The rolls kill me. That's another thing. I'm not willing to give up my my lifestyle of like when I go out to eat with friends and stuff, not having something that's fun to eat. 
that tastes good, that may not be amazing for you, but it's good. And then as I'm saying that, my mind's like, well, if it's not good for you, why are you putting it in your body? See, I'm at this constant, like, devil on my shoulder and angel on the other. You know, being like, oh, you can have a little bit here and a little bit there. And then the angel's like, no, don't eat it. If it's not for your body, don't eat it. Okay, so. Because ultimately, if we were to do things like olden days, I'll say it that way. Uh, you just ate to, unless you were some rich man, I guess. You ate to satisfy your body, what it needed, fuel to work. But it's not like that anymore. You know, we have McDonald's on every corner. Water Burger is amazing. Uh, Burger King, and all these places just, just market their delicious, horrible food to you. So. I would say if you're going to eat a fast food hamburger that either Culver's or Whataburger is the best place to do it because their meat, uh, well, you know what, don't let me start talking nonsense because I don't even know. It feels like their meat and tastes like their meat is real meat. You know, it's not like Taco Bell or McDonald's where you know you're eating some processed piece of meat. But then again, I don't know about Culver's or Whataburger either, so that's on me. Um... I said I was going to move on to the, the live section, so I guess I should uh, just talk about a couple things I guess I'm aspiring to do. Uh, I'm finishing up a website for a client. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that because that's going to put me in the steps towards getting a camera. I'm looking for a Canon uh, 5Ti so I can start doing some photography. Uh, I do a lot of iPhone photography. If you've looked at my Instagram, I do a lot of iPhone photography and uh, Lightroom work from the iPhone. Um, I enjoy it. It's fun, but it's not the real deal to me. Um, <clears throat> now I am fascinated by the iPhone, uh, technology with cameras or just phone technology in general, mobile phone technology with cameras, because it's crazy how, uh, you know, you can edit these pictures and make them look professional. You know, I have a few pictures that just look phenomenal and they were done by, me with either Lightroom or Instagram and you know I, I feel like you know and I've also been told I take good pictures uh, so maybe I have a knack for it and I figured I'd give it a try it's something I enjoy doing uh, I love Photoshop it's it's fun to me and I've dabbled in design since I was in high school I never thought of it as a career choice uh, ever it never even crossed my mind but I've always loved it. It's just always been a hobby. It's been fun, you know, whether it's web design or graphic design or, you know, just touching up a photo. It's just fun. Like I would find random Google photos of people with, with acne or a cracked old picture and begin repairing those. <coughs> and I loved it. I really enjoy it. Um, definitely takes a lot of skill. And then when I started taking pictures and then I went to a friend's wedding and saw a photographer there. I just asked him a couple questions and was like, you know, it hit me, you know, I've always been working design and the main thing I've had a lot of fun doing is messing with photographs. And so I just recently decided, you know, I'm going to give this thing a go, you know, I'm going to give it a try, hopefully get some photo shoots done and 
you know, work with people in their life events and stuff like that, I feel like would be really fun. And then also nature photography. Like, I'm looking at this beautiful mountain right now. Uh, it's just a screensaver on my computer. But it's just this beautiful mountain, and it's, uh, it's just spotted with trees along the slopes. Well, no, along the slopes, kind of. But the peak of the mountain is almost rounded. Actually, if you think of an eagle's head, the top of it, that's what it's kind of shaped like. And you can see the sun hitting it over the horizon. And you can see where the light stops on the mountain. And it's just beautiful. It's gorgeous. You know, I love the contrast in the, in the, in the picture between the, the grays and whites. And even the oranges and yellows and reds and purples. You know, it, it's, it starts to, you know, the more you do research on photography, the more you look at pictures, you start noticing more things. Like, to me, when I look at this mountain, it looks like maybe it was a huge tree that got chopped down by a giant because the inside almost looks like the core of a tree how it would look but it is just gorgeous and so that's what I'm gonna do you know I'm gonna I'm gonna work on photography hopefully do some sessions and make a name for myself in that uh, it's something I'm really gonna start putting hard work into uh, I haven't ever really found something that I could put hard work into. Uh, the web design was something I tried out for a while and then uh, I still enjoy it. It's fun to make websites but I realized I didn't like it. I don't like it as much just building websites uh, from the ground up anymore. Um, but you know I, I've had my wife and stuff and my mom be like man you jump around from this to this to this to this. But what they don't understand is I don't go to college. You know, I'm not training for some specific degree. I'm not trying to get this specific piece of paper that says Colby does this. Colby does business management. Colby does speech or psychology or sociology. Colby does criminal justice. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to find something that I enjoy and can do for a long time and love doing it. And I think I found that in photography. You know, I didn't realize it, but I like just with my iPhone, I love taking pictures. And then like all the pictures from the day, at the end of the day, I'll sit down and I'll go through and be like, oh, this one would be cool to edit. This one would be cool to edit. And I'll go through and I'll just pick all these photos to edit. And I'll either use Lightroom or Instagram or whatever editing tool I decide to use. And it just, without even making money, it, it brings joy to me it's something fun to do it's relaxing to sit there and just work on a photo and kind of look at it and see uh you know what what angle should the light come from you know it, it naturally because uh, I, I do love natural photography not where people take a picture of something and then just embellish it in this unrealistic way uh to make it look like a painting i guess i don't know i don't understand that but to take a real picture and maybe bring out colors that are deadened due to the, the lighting and dull out other colors so that you can make a certain point in the picture pop uh, like something that stands out in this mountain picture I'm looking at is the clouds they're almost the same color but they have a darker tint and that was obviously done by uh, taking some of the light away there 
because in all actuality, if you were to uh, look at this photo and you see where the sun is hitting, you wouldn't really be able to see those clouds because the sun would be piercing through them so hard. But by darkening them, they they kind of come out and they look like they're they're about to crash into the mountain. And so you know, it's just things like that. They just it just makes me crazy because it looks insane. The detail in a photo, the fact that you're capturing a moment in time that after that capturing is gone forever, especially when you're doing life events. So maybe when you're doing nature photography, you're capturing that moment, but still it's gone forever. You'll never take that same exact picture again. No matter how hard you try, there will always be some little difference. The wind just blew just a little different. And the trees didn't look the same. Uh, the light just kind of bounced off, just a, bounced off the mountain a different way. There, there was, you know, I couldn't get there the same exact time to make the same exact shot again. So, and then, uh, especially with life events, like example, a wedding or a birth. Yes, th that might happen. The birth might happen again because you have more kids, but that birth will never happen again. Taking someone's maternity photos, they'll never have that back. But by taking pictures, you're capturing that and giving it to them forever. So, uh... And, and I guess something else I noticed is I never really had a problem with photography prices. It's something I've always understood that uh, that what they're doing is not only this uh, service to you, but a gift that they're giving you because of the fact that they're capturing these moments and they're, they're forever. When you're 80 years old, 90 years old, if you live to be that old, you can look back and see when you were 23 and that's just insane to me it blows my mind it's baffling but you know that's what i'm aspiring to do right now i'm getting into photography been listening to some podcasts doing some uh looking into it on youtube working with like exposure ios and uh oh, what's it called um, i can't believe i'm forgetting but shutter speed basically and so I'm trying to work on those more and learn about those. Uh, and it's proven to be really fun. You know, I'm learning a lot more than I knew previously. Uh, I felt like I knew how to, like, catch different things in certain lightings and, you know, how to, like, get on a certain level with something so it, it has a different perspective. Like, just the other day I was laying in the grass and I was able to take a picture of the grass as if it was, like, a different world like it was a forest or something and that was awesome to me but now i'm learning things about lighting and exposure um shutter speed like i said in ios and it's just uh it's crazy i love it but uh this podcast has sadly come to an end uh, i don't mean to cut it off abruptly i'm at like 55 minutes and I really don't think I had any mess-ups in there. I think there was that one time I thought I'd take a drink, but bam, I don't edit my podcast, people. Any background noise you hear, anything, you're hearing the real deal. Of course, I hope to get better mics to where you don't hear so much background noise. You might have heard like a revving of an engine outside, but uh, I enjoyed it, you know, and going to keep recording. 
You know, so all of you out there listening, you 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 savages. That's what you are. Get up tomorrow. Get motivated. Let's get it together. Let's improve every day. And let's move forward. Always moving forward. That's the motto. I'm out, y'all. You know what it is. Episode 12. We've got to come up with the title. But you should have this within the next 24 to 48 hours. So you'll be listening to all this nonsense I'm rambling on at the at the end. But thanks to everyone who listens. Again, please review, subscribe. Uh, I'm Inst- Instagram. I'm the official, well, no, at official packet for life. Uh, Twitter's the original FKFL. I don't tweet that much. Um, I need to, though. I, I have little stupid quotes that come up to my head throughout the day, and I need to just tweet those because I think they're kind of funny. But um, everybody enjoy their week. You know, I'll be speaking with y'all in a few days again. Now, for real this time, I'm out. You know what it is. This is the Fat Kid for Life podcast. This is Colby, your host, signing off.